This is the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and soul coach. If you are here, it is because you are divine feminine soulpreneur. And come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. No one ever taught me how to be myself. They were teaching me how to be what they needed me to be, what society wanted me to be. Your worth and value are not about what you do, but about who you are as soul. I'm here to connect you to the power of who you really are. Book an astrology reading at thegoddessastrologer.com. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, the Goddess Astrologer and Alchemical Initiatrix. This episode is called Quantum Leap by Defining Success for Yourself. Other people talk about how your success depends upon the success you have had before. And if we look at the zodiacal wheel, often we can look at what's going on in the 12th house and then when something's going to pass and conjoin your ascendant and move into your first house, we could look at it like this. This is truly an erroneous premise that sets us up to fail at whatever matters to us enough for us to put our time and energy into it. Why does there need to be any premise but simply joy in beginning on the project or continuing on the project or completing the project? <laughs> Just joy and doing it. Why does there have to be all of this other conjecture The humans love to do and write books about and talk about and tell you about <laughs> and tell you how you should be thinking about success? It's so enough, really. Isn't it, goddesses? It is so enough. Your sacred calling, perhaps, you know, the project or your sacred calling or whatever it is that you're working on, so many women have stepped into their greatest version of themselves and are doing this work of their sacred calling and that we are doing collectively to shepherd humanity forward into love activation, into higher consciousness, or hell, simply consciousness. So what are you doing with your life right now? Many people are chasing more materialism and prizes of a scripted life, a projected reality, telling the humans what it is to be, what is to be important to them. Or for you, are you creating your own definition of success? And we see that out there everywhere, right? So are you creating your own definition of success really consciously and bringing it forward into your consciousness? Because we all have these pockets within ourselves where we have not. We've let other people do it. We have had outside authority telling us what is worth paying attention to, paying our abundance, money, paying our attention, being our power, our power to create, to create abundance, to create soulmate relationships, to create our dreams, anything we dream we grew up with authorities telling us how to live, what was important, and more than likely telling you that what was in your heart or intuition to do was wrong or not trustworthy or foolhardy. Who has defined success in society? I had um, a connection and they were telling me about their experience with their... 
taking a trip, traveling, being in their early 20s, traveling with a friend and being at a gas station to stop to get gas. And they wanted to get a picture of themselves together. And so they, you know, asked a, a random person. There was no bad vibes. They were listening to their inner vibes, actually. But their one of them, one of them had their mom with them and she was helping to drive the the carloads to this new state and they were on this trip together but in different vehicles and so the friends were in the vehicle hanging out having their like last you know adventure together for a while what have you and then the mother was bringing all of the belongings of the friend that was moving away with and so they stopped at gas station for gas the mom's doing something and the mom comes out when they have this guy taking pictures well she freaks out on them and you know tells them Again, like they're being foolhardy. So it's just a perfect example. Like they're following their inner intuition if this guy's off or not off. If if they got a bad vibe, they wouldn't have asked the guy, right? They, they you know, we just assume things. We assume so much in life. And so this is just such a great example. Who has defined success in society, it is usually done with superlatives, best, better, most, biggest, many, for this many years. It is defined by Hollywood and the overculture and degrees and trophies. Degrees and trophies are the trinkets of the definition of success. It is portrayed as clean and tidy, well-dressed, and without emotion. No emotion. But what is the true definition of success? It is sure as hell not happy and clean. It is bloody and muddy and mean. Success looks bloody like having a baby. Success is messy and dirty and covered in muck like building the foundation of a house, pipes bursting and all. Success is bloody and muddy and indifferent to the definition of it that makes it look white and clean and perfectly curated on social media. Success is your time in the shadow shedding the deep layers of karmic hurt and pain and offense. The triggers and the sadness, the missed opportunities and the victimhood. Success is digging into this so much that you release all the taproots of the wounds from this life and from all your former lives. So that the wounds aren't so deep anymore, that they begin to be quite superficial Less and less even needing a band-aid. You can just lick the blood off and keep going. And this is what healing really looks like. Most people are playing out wounds from past lives they don't understand and have yet to connect with. And are so triggered in this life by a past, so past, that it would be blasphemous, blasphemous to continue letting it control our now. And... The roots of the weeds of the wounds no longer, when we heal, they no longer go down so far and stretch so wide across our lives, pervasive. We often think pervasively in the wound, applying difficulty, loss, and challenge to every part of our life, pervasive thinking. And the roots are no longer so personal. We often think so personally and subjectively when we're in the wound. Our hearts broken and disappointed and lonely and angry and frustrated. Success is the depths of despair at times, anger at times, or always in, includes clearing the old out, the outdated, the parts of ourselves that are 
no longer serving us, growing us forward or useful or a part of who we actually are. And that may be in question as we burn the old down to ashes, leaving behind what simply is no longer us. When the lightning strikes burning the forest, the new vegetation grows back thrice as strong. Who is defining success for you? Does your own conditioning unquestioned define your success? Because that's often the case as well. This is valuable to look at. The weeds in your subconscious beliefs, the thought patterns that judge you and make you wrong and put you down. We are so often making ourselves and others wrong. What makes you question yourself? The wound? Is it other people? The success of other people? Because surely they know what to do, right? For them, yes, perhaps. But you need to do what is spiritually aligned for you. And this will be your pathway to to success. I think I bit my tongue earlier or something. I can't really speak very well right now and get the words out. But anyhow, I think this will... um, What is spiritually aligned is our own pathway to success, to trust ourselves, to trust yourself. Success isn't a formula and it won't work for you the way other people say to do it or by following their path. You have to carve your own path in life. However, you're not blind in the dark. You have your natal birth chart, the map of your soul, which gives you the sacred blessing of understanding your path, the why and what the hell and understanding your gifts and natural talents and understanding how to heal any wounds that limit you or block you and how to put emphasis on the best aspects of you. Explore where you have been defining success by a definition of someone else, by another person's truth, by so-called authority. We have to take a serious look at who we deem an authority and why they are over our own authority, ever. Most people deem doctors, lawyers, police, politicians, state officials, and people with PhDs, and people with money, and celebrities all as authorities. No, they are not. They are just people. And your authority outrivals any of them or anyone else that you have inadvertently allowed to be an authority in your life over your own. Likewise, the only definition of success that matters is your own. I read Malcolm Gladwell's book where he talked about 10,000 hours, that doing something to 10,000 hours means you're an expert. And if I recall, actually, what he was really saying is that If someone does 10,000 hours, they will just become an expert by having done that many hours at something. Um, But I think he also used it as a way to say this is the way to become an expert. Um, Nevertheless, it, it was a good book at the time I read it in 2005, I think roughly. But I, I made an authority in my life. Like I took it in and I took it on and I was like, yes, this is the, this is the way. And I had to dismantle that from my consciousness and be like, no, that's not true. Three-year-olds can play Bach and 
you are a divine conduit for your soul and the mastery of your own craft simply by being that hollow bone and connection to spirit flowing through you always. You're always the expert and we're always mastering and gaining mastery. And the thing is about being that hollow bone of that channel through which our divine is channeling our craft, our healing, our work, our coaching, our our tarot cards, our you know artwork, whatever it is that you do in your light goddess work that it is the learning that we do that spirit has a way to speak to us. So it, so it's like we build these pathways through which spirit can give us information to where our conscious mind can connect it to the other parts of our consciousness and then relay it to the world. So by learning and reading books and being connected to the morphogenic field and meditating and clearing out all the debris within our consciousness and the lower consciousness and the shadow and all the muck, we create what what our soul, our higher self can use to help us know what, what it is we're channeling, you know, with our conscious mind and then to speak that and create all of our beautiful work in the world. So we do learn, we do read books, we do study, but we're always mastering and we're always in mastery. We are, and and really consider that in your craftship of what you do and in your in your craft, in your work. And, you know, there's something about, about wisdom that by learning and gaining experience in life, living life, it gives us the experience that the knowledge we learn can merge with to form wisdom which combined with humility is true wisdom, true learnedness or mastery, something worth respecting. Of course, if you don't vibe with someone's wisdom, then it's not your wisdom and vice versa. Wisdom is what works and some wisdom works one moment and not the next. And and it doesn't work. If it doesn't work for you, then it is not wisdom for you and it is useless really but again something works in a moment it's context and it might work 80% of the time and not that 20% there's also that discernment and that wisdom to know and to understand that aspect of it so with this 10,000 hours thing, I realized I would been buying into this false authority because he's a scientist, social scientist and what have you and doing this deep research and he wrote a book. And so, you know, so I was just buying into this false authority over my own intuition and inner guidance about working at my own craft. And I had also bought into a definition of success that was defined by someone else, by him. So how many places have You've done this in your life. We all must tear from our own skeletons the remains of the dead ideas of other people and false authorities. There's only divine authority, which comes through you and to you from your own connection with spirit and your sacred feminine voice, honored and valued by you. A big part of defining success for yourself and standing as the only true authority in your life is the fear of a negative outcome to decisions and actions. This stems from a catastrophic view 
or way of looking at life underneath it all. That's really very subconscious, meaning that it's below your awareness, your consciousness. So you're not like feeling like you're living catastrophically or thinking that way all the time. But most of us have to dismantle this within us because it's been infiltrated into society. It's been interjected into our world and society. The death call that people supposedly are susceptible and and just so easily sick and 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 hurt and we are strong we are powerful but the opposite is what's projected into the reality and projected it by by the overculture that that humans are so weak and delicate and fragile and and that and you know and all of these things we have to like this death culture life is what we honor when we're spiritual aligned, when we're awakened, we honor life and we perpetuate life, not death. But most people, the movies, if you look at the movies, it's all perpetuating death. It's murder and revenge stories. And someone's always got a gun. Like it's like, if you just think about how many movies have gone into your subconscious programming, right? And so if we really look that there's this catastrophic view of life that nearly everyone has to dismantle from within their psyche from the unconscious part. And so as we heal our calamitous or tragic view of life, when we tap into cyclical renewal and the natural cycles of our own energy in a day or month or year and our own cycles of death and rebirth within our projects and the areas of our life and with our interests and our passions. We tap into the earth and all her cycles and rhythms to the moon and her passage through all 12 signs of the zodiacal belt every 28, 28 and a half days. We realize that the most ancient pieces of archaeological artifact were women marking the cycles of the moon. And we realize that all is always well, even in the pain and loss and challenge, that all is natural and beautiful and rhythmic and flowing and back again to flow again. We make shitty decisions and we make amazing ones. And that's how we learn. That's how our soul grows. That's how we come to know. How natural is it for a people who used to walk 20 miles a day, sit all day in one place to learn what they never actually live? Is that, is that the most unnatural thing, I should think? There is only divine authority which comes through you and to you from your own connection with spirit and your sacred feminine voice, honored and valued by you, I think it bears repeating. It shifts our life in subtle and in volcanic ways to define success for ourselves in every little cranny and crevice of our life. Let no definition be not your own. Let no authority hold sway over your own pure inner voice from soul. I'm sending you so much love today and I will talk to you on the next episode. I didn't have role models or examples of the divine feminine journey of it being something more than just spiritual business, but something much bigger. My soulpreneurship, my soul mission. I knew I was here for something important I knew I was fearless and powerful, and yet all of these karmic fears and insecurities were holding me back from speaking my voice and being out in the world 
And like God is coaching, we jailbreak your soul from the conditioning and traps of the fear of this 3D world, unlocking your sacred feminine genius. Step into your power, goddess. You know you are meant for big things. Now is the time. To book a free goddess call, go to thegoddessastrologer.com. Together, we are the light goddess, moving humanity out of fear and into love consciousness. Now, if there is someone in your life that you can think of right now that would benefit from this episode, go ahead and share it with them right now. You can either text them or take a screenshot and send it to them. You can post it on your social media. Do whatever you have to to get them to listen to this inspiring podcast. And until next time, remember to bring more love, feed your light, and transform through the darkness.